Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. The latest tips and equipment to improve your game. The latest from the leaderboards and your favorite courses. This is Golf in the Northwest, an action-packed hour about everything golf. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market. More than just your family neighborhood steakhouse. Now with award-winning PGA professional Harold Bluestein. here's your host, Jason Swigard. And a fine good morning uh, to you all. As uh, we start to, to wind down summer, although you're not going to notice, it's going to be 90 next week. So uh, Yeah, by the end of the week, if you want a weather report, we are the people who have that. Pretty much. Uh, we're, it's going to hit about 75 today. Very comfortable. Oh, today. Yeah, you can take a late afternoon tea time today. You'll be plenty comfortable today, Sunday. Even Monday will be reasonable. But then uh, watch out middle of next week. It's going gonna, it's gonna to yeah. ramp up for you. About uh, 93 on Friday, they are saying, who are they? Who are they? Yes. Could yeah. go up to 100, could go back down to 75. Yeah, I, I don't go too don't much know. more than about uh, three or four days out. Yeah. So, But your weekends, whenever you can fit it in, weather should be good. Maybe a few raindrops Sunday morning. Really? Yeah. Let me, let Overnight, that out. tonight, tomorrow, Sunday morning. Could be a little damp. So. Uh, okay. That's good for the lawn. Nope, they, they're going to need it. Get that moisture in now to absorb the heat later. Yep. Not get it all baked out, but uh, plenty of rounds uh, still available for you at uh, so many courses. Uh, and uh, one thing, though, in talking to some of the pros that we've been out there, can you just give them a break? They have worked their asses off, superintendents and golf pros, all summer. Uh, just the the number of rounds at the courses that have been open due to the conditions, uh, both weather-wise, that have been immensely playable. I can't think of we have. I mean, we had one or two days that were a hundred. This has been a record year for golf courses throughout the Northwest, and, and yeah, it's it's really remarkable. We're going to be talking to Kevin Story yeah. of Eagle Crest, and he will. He will sing the same song. He's a busy guy, and every one of the professionals I've talked to uh, is saying, my goodness, you know, we we should be burned out uh, uh, at the uh, end of September, and they're, they're getting burned out yeah. in the middle of August. So just a little patience. Yeah. A thank you to them, a tip of the cap. Uh, let the superintendents know how good the conditions were. If there was something that came up, just politely let them know, hey, I noticed this. Uh, but the number of rounds that are being played this year, this summer in Northwest courses has got to be a record because you haven't had you haven't had the tournaments. That's right. the one thing. All the all the charity tournaments, all your your work tournaments, all those sorts of things. You haven't had them because you can't have the group gathering 
under the tent or in the barn or wherever it is afterwards well, I to can do tell that. You, and yeah. so the number of rounds that are being played is off the charts this year. Absolutely. And I can tell you there's nothing like a 12 o'clock shotgun where everybody's on the golf course and you got about five hours of where you can breathe and catch up on things. When you have straight tee times, you have no time to catch up. And my hat's off to my fellow professionals out there, the men and women of the PGA and the work they're doing. For those of you who are playing quite a bit more than you have in the past, a as Swag said, a simple high. Uh, give a little wave to that guy who's out there cutting the uh, cutting new cups and cutting the uh, grass. Uh, th- they really appreciate that. Thank you. No question, no question. Do it uh, wherever you're going. Um, be patient when you first get there. Understand. If you're playing later in the day, you might be might be an extra few minutes before your scheduled tea time. They're doing everything that they can. They're trying to keep their staffs limited too, so that they don't have as they can't have as many people there doing stuff as they normally do. So please, please, uh, be a little bit more patient with them. Let them know. Uh, how much you appreciate all the work that they're doing. So uh, we've got something recreational that we can do on a regular basis here This during all this nonsense. Okay, and now we talk about Swag's golf. Swag, I, I only had one round. It was a little hectic here this week at the station as some other sports imagine. decided to um, put a pause on things and, and think about life for a moment, which... Uh-huh was a wonderful thing and something that needed to be done. Hats off to them. Hats off to the NBA leading the charge, uh, although it did uh, cause some extra extra work that had to be done. I did play last Monday, 87, 46-41, out at Forest Hills. Uh, putted a lot more consistently. Didn't sink anything long, but a lot of tap-in pars. Um, but, yeah, the driver, I think we're going to go off to see. It's time to get, one, the driver's ancient in terms of it's over 10 years old at least. I know that. Yeah. And so, and I just can't quite. The other clubs I'm starting to get consistent, finding a slot and a groove with the swing that I want to do. And so when I do line it up and make good contact, then the ball does what I somewhat expected to do. Yeah, I, I but often... But the driver right now is just can't keep it consistent one way or the other. Right. And often I'm asked, when should I think about new clubs? And and there there's this uh, misconception that you have to have a perfect swing in order to get the perfect club. And it's just not true. Uh, a good club fitter, Paul Benson at Willamette Valley, is a friend of the show. He's helped uh, my students. Uh, how... Uh, we are going to fit a club that works for you now, and he's kind of understands how the swing evolves after talking to the instructor that the student works with yep. and where the student is going, so he can hedge on that bet a little bit. Uh, it's not all that complicated at that point. I would just say every four years, you're basically going to need a new club because that's when there's an explosion in uh, technology, it's yeah. about every four years. So you don't have to go out every year, although manufacturers hate uh, me saying that, but well, about yeah. every four years works good. And it's also how frequently you play. If you're Certainly. playing four times a week, then, yeah, you're probably going to work through those clubs a little bit faster than if you're playing maybe a, you know, every weekend or during the season. Right, and you're proficient enough now uh, with some of the things we've done in your golf swing, where there's a uh, you're able to repeat the the there's better a, swing more often. There's more benefit to taking advantage of the newer technology. Right. So yes. yes. So I'm anxious to do that. I'm looking forward. I want to uh, schedule it with you so you can come down too and and share your insight with Paul. And we'll document it. We'll get the whole process for you. Talk about the keys to it. Um, chance to talk with him about okay everything that goes into it. Uh, how you pick the shaft, deciding on length, right. those sorts of things. Um, and we'll report back uh, when we do that. But, yeah, we had the yep. birthday. There's a little bit of extra cash in the slush fund. So I oh, think that's good. I think it's time to go, as well as price, too. I mean, I could spend probably 750 bucks on something, but I don't know that that's, one, what I want to do, but, two, that it'll make all that difference, you know, the price range of depending on your game. I'm not playing in, 
you know, the Oregon AM or anything. Well, but you don't have to spend a fortune on golf clubs. Uh, If you're a smart buyer, smart purchaser, it's not a problem. I'll send along my appearance rate chart. Sure. For us going down there, uh, you're probably going to have to look at the high end of that uh, appearance fee. Yeah, but, but if I give you one good cocktail, then you're, uh, I can you, do whatever I want to you. You know, <laughs> you know how easy I am. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a lot of help today. As you mentioned, Kevin Story, who's the head pro out at uh, Eagle Crest out there in Central Oregon, is going to join us. Uh, in the tip segment uh, about playing out there, we'll also find out uh, some of the resorts out in Central Oregon, how things are working for them, uh, wildfires, if that's affecting them. And then coming up in the business of golf, David uh, Gubbles is the territory sales manager for Bridgestone Golf. Uh, they continue to be on the forefront of golf ball technology, and we'll see what's new in their line of products for you. But as always, we start by going inside the ropes. It's time for an insider's look at the leaderboards, the latest on all tours, plus local golf events and golf news. This is Inside the Ropes, part of Golf in the Northwest. Uh, Most of the major tours uh, in action. Uh, The European Tour continues its run through the U.K. They are uh, at the ISPS Handa U.K. Championship. They're playing the Belfry. Uh, in uh, Sutton Coldfield, England. Uh, there's been some memorable Ryder Cup action there in the past, but the big story is Martin Keimer uh, has climbed his way up the leaderboard. He is two shots behind South African Justin Walters, looking for his first victory since he won the U.S. Open in 2014. This was a guy back in the early 2010s yep. who thought was going to have uh, be right up there with all the big big strong kind of the german version of dustin johnson he could hit it a mile he had the touch dialed in i believe that one was played at pinehurst correct me if i'm wrong you're right and looked like i mean he waltzed to that victory and then all of a sudden fell off the face of the earth not quite david duvall like but in a similar fashion and now trying to just get a win anywhere he had a very specific shot pattern and he tried to change it and if like I hit a draw and, and and the more I fight trying to hit a natural draw, the worse I play. So, and, and I try to hit a fade and it's a dead block. And Martin Keimer went through this thing where he's thinking, I need to hit more of a draw to get a little more distance and this and that. And that kind of thinking can really back you into a corner and create some problems. And now he's back to what he does naturally, uh, hitting that uh, little cut. And he's, and it's not a little cut because he hits pretty far. Not Dustin Johnson-like, but he he hits it well. Uh, And he's just a good all-around player. Now, the European Tour has added some events uh, for 2020. So once they finish... uh, in England, in Scotland, I and I didn't read the whole thing. Where are they going after that? They've had like three or four events. Uh, they've got one more event in the UK, and then, and I'm not sure if he's oh, still. Oh, Cyprus. Yeah, I know they're, they're going, going to, to Cyprus, Cyprus for, for two weeks. Two events. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if he still has exemption into the US Open or not from his win, Isn't if he'll that... be at Wingfoot. What's the exemption? Isn't that I thought four? it was five years, so four that would have been years. up last yeah. year. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if he's in there. Uh, but they go to – they've got an event in Spain next week, uh, the Portugal Masters, uh, two in Portugal, and then the U.S. Open is what's on their schedule. Now, I don't know if that's been adjusted from what's appearing on their website here, but, um, but they did make an announcement. They were adding some, but yeah, they're going to to Cyprus for a couple of events that might be later in November or something, trying to, to give them some more opportunities to get, uh, get things going. So uh, that'll be interesting. I think he was, uh, he was someone who, uh, certainly added something to the game. And when he had it dialed in, he was fun to watch. Yeah. He's really, you know, we talk about the, how good the Germans are. And we had one last week with, uh, uh, Popoff winning the... Uh... Yeah, we're going to get to Sophia Popoff uh, winning the the Women's British Open coming up because there was... Everybody was all wrapped up in it and then there was some fallout and the LPGA was getting some backlash for its rules 
And Commissioner Mike Wan, actually before the event this week in Arkansas, sat down, did a five-minute video explaining everything that was going on. And I appreciated it. One, I don't think you'd ever see a PGA Tour commissioner doing that unless they were absolutely backed into a corner and they had to go take a microphone somewhere. So I appreciated the transparency and the direct uh, conversation he had. We'll get into okay. what he's got to do in a little bit. Last week uh, or earlier in the week, Phil Mickelson, not advancing in the FedEx Cup playoffs, went up to uh, Big Cedar Lodge there in the Ozarks, made his Champions Tour debut, and wiped out the field. Yeah, he uh, beat for, up on the old guys. Well, he is an old guy. Yeah, but he's 50. There's a big difference between being well, 50 and, and 65. Yeah, but 60. Mike Weir is just 50. Steve Stricker is just 50. They're on the Ernie Els has just turned 50. They were all in the field, but he went out and smoked them by four shots, tore up that course, and yeah, uh, won. I think he's the 20th uh, different uh, player to win in his Champions Tour debut. And trying to get himself sharp to go back to Wingfoot, where there's all sorts of nightmares that still haunt him in previous U.S. Opens, but he's still trying to go get the final piece to a career Grand Slam. Yeah, and I he's going now. He's he can't play for the next two weeks on on the tour, but he he is going to add another Champions uh, Tour event in preparation. Uh, I can tell you, if he'd have played Olympic Fields this week, he'd have gotten a U.S. Open type flavor no uh, of golf when you play in the champions tour it's only three rounds the golf courses are not set up quite as as difficult even though firestone a couple of weeks ago was but uh the champions tour they don't want to beat these guys up too badly uh he did only win by four shots so you got to see some of the players who who were right behind him kevin sutherland uh and Petrovic. these guys played well also um, Rocco Medier, who is kind of an acquired taste, played well. <laughs> yeah, I love Rocco. I, I know you would. Uh, he fits right into your personality type, yep. doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and he's not afraid to ruffle a feather. Right. And you're an acquired taste. True. Ste- yeah. Jeff Maggard, like you say, Steve Stricker, a lot of good players up near the top, Ernie Yells. Um, Phil Mickelson may be a godsend for the Champions Tour because as you look at those other names, you don't have personalities that jump out at you and you say, gee, I'd really, I'm excited for the Champions Tour. Phil Mickelson could make the Champions yeah. Tour more And they exciting. were all appreciative to have him out there. They uh, all absolutely. said, man, if we can get Phil out for whatever event, he is welcome and he brings some cachet to us that... Uh, get some more eyeballs on it. So they are all appreciative of him, even if he can still uh, hit bombs by him. So uh, let's take a break. we got a lot more to cover. Obviously, the big win for Sofia Popov on uh, the LPGA Tour. The FedEx Cup playoffs going on. Dustin Johnson destroyed TPC Boston, and now they're at Olympia Fields, and nobody can uh, uh, make birdies there. So the, the Different dynamics going in the FedEx Cup playoffs. A lot to get to. Just getting started here. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. 8-19 this morning. Coming up at 8-30, Kevin Story, uh, one of the uh, golf pros out at Eagle Crest near Redmond, going to join us in our tip segment. And then, where's my notes here? Uh, David uh, Gubbles of Bridgestone Golf, Territory Sales Manager, going to join us uh, in the business of golf. But uh, an extended uh, inside the ropes here. So much going on with the tours, uh, the LPGA Tour. We'll get to that in a moment. Let's uh, get to the FedEx Cup playoffs. Last week, Dustin Johnson lapped the field to win the Northern Trust. 30 under par. We talked about uh, the 60 he had on the Friday, and if it was the worst 60 ever shot on the PGA Tour as he parred the last seven holes uh, with number of birdie opportunities. But he backed that up going 64-63 on the weekend. When he is dialed in with the driver, and you want to talk about similar to Martin Keimer, just working that that cut, that fade he has, and yeah. can pipe it 325 or whatever he needs and put it exactly where he wants to. He's got the wedges dialed in, and when the putter's going, he might be the best front runner of all of them, better than Rory. Um, nobody was as good as Tiger in the early 2000s being a front runner 
but Dustin Johnson might be the closest thing. It's his 22nd win. He's won every year, I believe. He's been on the PGA Tour as Correct. a full member. Yep. He's only got the one major, and that's really the quest. It's not really a question. It's just a head-scratcher of why can't he do that on those stages? Because he does it in World Golf Championship events. He does it in FedEx Cup events. It's not like he's do, just doing it in random you know, these fields are the deepest fields. He's one of players. He, yeah. What's the missing ingredient for the majors? Well, I think that, uh, and congratulations to him. I mean, this guy had 20, it was flaw. It was amazing watching 23 him. birdies, five eagles. He had just three bogeys in, you know, yeah. and conditions in were ideal because there was moisture, but there wasn't any wind or anything. So these guys could just go at pins. Yep. Uh, it's the knock on uh, Dustin Johnson when he first came out was that he could hit it long, but he didn't have any wedge game. Now he has a wedge game. Uh, he's learned how to, and he's worked hard at it. Uh, and then the knock was, well, he's got a wedge game now, but he's, he still can't putt. Uh, and he's worked hard on his putting. Yeah. And well, that cost him a chance at Chambers for the U.S. Open, and then abs- he had yep. the, the ruling issue at, uh, was that Whistling Straits? It was. Uh, those are hard breaks. Uh, he is the only uh, player to be 0 for 4 with a 54-hole lead uh, at a major. Uh, that's going to be tough to shake. Um, that's almost as... Uh, impressive in a negative way as Phil having yeah. seven second places at a U.S. Open. I I think Dustin Johnson's going to win uh, more I majors. I think he's going to win a wing foot. Yeah, I think he is. And look at him this week. Now, last week was an easier golf course. This week is a real Bearcat and he's right in the yeah, mix he's of even it. par, tied for third. Only two players under par: Rory McIlroy and Patrick Cantlay. I fully expect to see Dustin and Rory in the final group tomorrow. Yeah, I, that would be fun to see. Um, that's good golf, uh, and they're playing so well. I'll tell you, the guy I'm surprised to see up there is Adam Scott, who wasn't going to come to the U.S. because of the quarantine issue, uh, and here he is. Uh, he needs to be in the top uh, seventh. He has yeah, to come right, in seventh right or better to at make his it. his fifth position, he's projected 29th. So the top 30 advanced to next week uh, for the Tour Championship. Uh, there's a lot of guys hanging around there. Louis Oosthuizen's the guy. I think he has to finish top three. He's 70th. He just made it on the nose. I think he made a birdie on the 71st or 72nd hole. 72nd hole. It was dark because they yeah. had a, a weather delay. And Louie in the dark, uh, that's the way I putt usually, but he makes his. Yeah. Uh, you always tell me to open my eyes, so. No, I tell you, I tell you to close your eyes. Oh, I've been doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. There's no, when you're struggling with your stroke, close your eyes and get a sense of what your stroke and the tempo of your stroke, and it'll really help you. There's my tip for the week. Perfect. Uh, but Louie, in the dark, made a putt and made it into the top 70. Uh, this week, he's, what did you say, he's projected at about 26. Uh, right now, he is tied for fifth. He's projected 44th. I think he has to be top three, maybe even better Yeah. Uh, to get elsewhere but you've got billy horschel came in he was 30th he's right now plus one in that group uh mckenzie hughes the young canadian 36th he's projected 30th right now at plus two uh matthew wolf was 33rd coming in he's gonna need uh at least top 10 if not higher so tony finau was 29th so i think if he stays in the top 10 he's probably safe so it's gonna be a wild wild event uh and we'll talk about more you know, as they get to next week. But I want to make sure we got time because we have some comments on the LPGA Tour. It was an unbelievable scene at Royal Troon. By the way, I'm so glad to see the Women's British Open now getting on the regular uh, Open Championship golf course uh, rotation. They're going to play the courses uh, that the men have been playing in rotation for a number of years. A lot of the courses you're used to seeing, it's great to see them out there. They love it. I know the women thoroughly appreciate the opportunity to play all these courses. Uh, Royal Troon was up to the challenge. The conditions were awful on Friday and Saturday. And then Sunday, lo and behold, uh, Sophia Popoff just 
had it dialed in, hit some amazing shots with the irons and gets her first victory on in LPGA, even though she didn't have status this year. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable what she did. Because about a month ago, she was caddying for another player. And then she got into an event. Uh, she's been playing the Cactus Tour, but played the Symmetra uh, event and had a pole cart. Uh, no caddy. Uh, then she goes over, She, I guess, tied for ninth or something like that, mm -hmm. uh, which got her into the British Open. She goes overseas, brings her boyfriend with her, and he caddies, and he's a good player himself, but uh, ends up uh, cashing a check for $675,000, yep. uh, which was, she said, wow, I didn't think that was that big. I knew it was big. I didn't yeah. think it was that big. And it was Unfor and fortunately, Normally, you would get a five-year exemption correct. on the LPGA Tour, but there's a rule that you have to be have member status in order for that. So it's just a two-year exemption. She's five years exempt in all the majors. That comes with winning that specific tournament. So she'll be in all the majors for five years. And so, that yeah. drew a lot of backlash uh, amongst the golfing community to which Commissioner Mike Wan addressed that before the uh, Arkansas tournament this week. With regards to two years versus five years, I keep getting these texts and emails that said, this has never happened before, Mike. Come on, you're smarter than this. Non-members don't win majors, <laughs> and they ought to get longer. Well, this does happen before. It happened last year at the AIG Women's Open. Hanaka Shibuna was a non-member who won the AIG Women's Open Champion. She got a two-year exemption in the LPJ offer and a five-year five years in majors. Inji Chen at the U.S. Women's Open. Hyoju Kim at, at, the, at the Evian. I've been commissioner 11 years. I've seen plenty of non-member wins at majors, and I've seen almost all of those non-members go on to long and storied careers on the LPGA. Again, you may not like that regulation, and I'll be, I'll be the first to admit, I'm going to think about that in the offseason, which is when we reassess all of our regulations. And maybe we should feel differently about somebody from the Symmetra Tour or the LET because it comes from a LPGA-run tour. Maybe we should feel different about non-member wins at majors, period. And I'll definitely look at that. What I won't do is change a regulation in the middle of the season. What I won't do is change a regulation the Monday after an emotional win. What I won't do is try to explain why I did that this year, and I didn't do that last year. I, well, I did to this year's winner, but I didn't do it to the 2019 winner. What I will do is look at that regulation long term. I'll commit to that because I think that's a fair question. But uh, not going to do that in the middle of the year. Not going to do that the Monday after. That's not the right way to run a sport. Quite frankly, not the fairest way to treat your athletes. When they tee it up on Monday, they ought to know what those wins earn. And you shouldn't change what those wins earn the Monday after they actually earned it. So um, anyway, not answers I expect to change anybody's mind. Not answers I'm laying out there to make you like me or the LPJ any more or any less. It's the regulations we started the season with. It's what we'll finish the season with. And we'll take a look at regulations and restrictions in the offseason like we do every year. In the meantime, I just wanted you at least to be aware of that. I hope this doesn't take away for all of us what, Sof what Sophia deserves, which is an incredible win, incredible opportunity that she's earned and she's going to be playing out here and in majors for many years to come. Um, and I'm quite certain Sophia, like others that have come before her, will turn that opportunity into a long-term career. Wow, he was really angry. You could hear it in his voice. He was exercised yeah. there. But I give him a lot of credit. He's absolutely right, particularly when a player tees it up in a tournament. You have to know what's what's there for you uh, if you win or if you uh, don't make a cut. Uh, to change the rules in the middle of a season just doesn't make sense. And I don't know why, you know, you throw Ian Poulter into this. Where he was very critical of of Juan and the LPGA. Uh, I don't know why people think that they can um, shoot their mouths off without any uh, any information or having done any due yeah. diligence on this. Uh, it seems to be what people do nowadays is without uh, yeah. any facts, you, you just talk. And I just uh, appreciate yeah. him, you know, the transparency. That's all you need. That's the biggest frustration sometime with the PGA Tour and Fincham and Monaghan and what goes on behind the scenes. And now some you're like, just just come out like that. Yeah, they tend the LPGA is in good hands. Absolutely. And oftentimes we see the tour hiding behind the microphone as opposed to addressing yeah. through it. Um, she's going to be on the tour for two years. She's going to be in majors for five years. She is going to have all kinds of opportunities to 
be on the tour for as long as her game allows. So correct. So yeah. yeah, So just congratulate her on a great effort. Hopefully she will be here in Portland in a few weeks and uh, yeah, that's do what you can. I know you won't, we won't be able to go out uh, in person, but, uh, but yeah, follow along. So, uh, so yeah, she's not there this week. They're in Arkansas uh, and they've started Say Young Kim is in the lead now. She's six under so far, making the turn today, 12 under. She's got a three-shot lead over Angela Stanford, Austin Ernst, Esther Lee. Anna Nordquist is in the mix at seven under par, part of the uh, first-round co-leaders. Atahara Munoz continues here. Good play. Uh, she is six under. Uh, Stacy Lewis, who won a couple of weeks ago, five under. So a nice leaderboard for them. We got to go. Uh, Kevin Story standing by, making the turn here. He will join us from Eagle Crest, where he's uh, one of the uh, head pros out there. We'll find out uh, what you can go out to Central Oregon and, and maybe take advantage of some great golf this fall. It's Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Tips for your game from award-winning PGA instructor Harold Bluestein. It's time to Ask the Pro on Golf in the Northwest. Brought to you on the fan by Laurelhurst Market. 8.34 here this morning. Following us, it's Center and Saint. And then at uh, 3 o'clock this afternoon, NBA playoffs uh, back resumed under the bubble. Uh, right here on the fan, uh, we will have Rockets Thunder game five for you the blazers will take on the lakers that'll be six o'clock tonight you can see that on tnt so that is the lineup uh, today but very happy to have joining us now on the line from uh the eagle crest golf resort out there near redmond uh the pga lead golf pro and academy director kevin story good morning kevin uh how's the uh how's the air out there as the is, is it real smoky out where you are or is it uh the fire's not affecting you too much uh, it is absolutely crystal clear, blue sky morning. Hey, Kevin, uh, thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, I've been a fan of Eagle Crest for a lot of years and have, have spent some time there in the summers uh, playing golf and uh, losing golf balls at times. Uh, not too many, but uh, every now and then at the Ridge Course losing some. Uh, when someone comes out to play golf there, what are they going to find? Well, Harold, uh, thanks, guys, for having me on this morning. It's a it's a pleasure to be here. But Eagle Crest, uh, they're going to find 54 holes of great golf um, and uh, basically everything that they want to have. We have a an 18-hole real grass putting course. Uh, we have a short course par 63 and two championship par 70 courses. So we have courses that uh, will fit everybody's needs here at Eagle Crest. So I've not played the challenge course, and I think that uh, the the future of golf, and you as an instructor, and, and uh, we both know that not everyone has four and a half hours or five hours to play golf every day. And and now we these challenge courses, these smaller golf courses, are really a great place to teach and to learn. You agree? I definitely agree, uh, Harold. Uh, a lot of the academy programming that we do here at Eagle Crest, uh, we do a lot of our uh, on-course play on the challenge course. Um, the greens are a little smaller. Not saying that it's an easy golf course. I actually find it uh, quite uh, demanding in some areas, but. Uh, you know, has the bunkers, has the uh, the sloped greens, has has everything that the the golfer is going to find uh, when they get to the golf bigger golf courses. Actually, they're going to see, uh, wow, these greens are a lot bigger. Uh, so it's a nice area to kind of set people up to, you know, hit you know those shorter shots. And as we all know, from a hundred yards into the green, that's kind of where where the golf game is uh, is made. There, that's uh, a lot of putts. Uh, chips getting them close proximity to the hole uh, i think that's where golfers are gonna get better faster is in that short game aspect kevin story is our guest pga lead uh, golf pro out at eagle crest i was uh, had the opportunity out there a couple of years ago in fact we did a golf show out there a couple of years ago i was part of a tournament uh, with some friends and neighbors uh that uh, have an event out there uh when they can obviously things a little different uh, for people coming out from this side of the Cascades, uh, for those that are wanting to come out 
uh, just for the day maybe or to make an event? How How is that working? What do they need to be aware of uh, in making tea times and, and wanting to come, whether it's for a weekend or maybe just taking a day off in the middle of the week? Yeah, absolutely. As you guys were saying in the in the first part of the show, um, you know, our events are pretty much uh, slim to nothing this year, as well as all the way across the state and probably the country. Um, but uh, tea times are uh, filled up. Um, our our July season was fantastic. June was great. I'm expecting a a very uh, very great August and September. We have. Great weather all the way through, probably until October. Um, then uh, Mother Nature decides to throw her wrath around. But you know, daily times, tea times, uh, we start up at 7:30 in the morning and go until you know dusk. Um, and we have a lot of availability with three courses to 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 pile in the course and uh, you know our cart scenarios throughout the last six months have been interesting but uh, currently right now we've taken a, a an extra precaution and we've got about a quarter of quarter to half of our fleet with uh, vinyl barriers that we can hang uh, between the golfers that may not be same household golfers uh, so we've taken some extra precautions uh, hand sanitizer stations at ballrooms in the pro shops um, so we haven't really seen a downtick in play, just like Harold said earlier. Uh, every 10 minutes is uh, somebody new walking in the door, and uh, we don't have the three, four, five hours worth of time to, to, to get ready for that scoring after a tournament. So it's been a different kind of busy this year, uh, but we're excited for a great season and, and ready to really kick in for a huge 2021 because there's a lot of new golfers out there on the golf course this year yeah absolutely when uh when it was announced that golf courses were a safe place to be things really exploded and what we're finding is not only are players uh playing more we have new players coming out and you've got an instruction program there with the academy tell our listeners a little bit about that about five years ago, our, uh, we kind of changed our approach to golf um, as well, you know, maybe a rebrand, how we're going to teach the game to people. And we have adopted uh, a new academy program called Operation 36. I know that there's a lot, lot of instructors in the uh, mm -hmm. Oregon chapter and the Northwest chap uh, section uh, that have adopted that. And we're actually teaching the game in groups of probably six players, both ladies, men's, and junior academies, uh, and we start the game from the putting green and move them back to the tee. Um, as I alluded earlier, you know, learning how to putt, chip, pitch, and hit full swing wedges and seven irons, um, you know, it really puts in a different aspect to the golfer, and you can actually, in my opinion, um, get a nice fundamental base with any golfer, even if they're, you know, a, a seasoned veteran, as they would say, uh, to understand the few things that they might be doing incorrectly and get them on a better path to be better scorers of the game if they've played a long time. And uh, it, it's definitely uh, had a huge upkick in um, lesson time on the, on the, on the golf course. Um, I feel it's necessary to get more players on the golf course than just the mundane on the range situ situations. Mm -hmm. uh, right. And we do it as a group. Everybody's learning at the same time. Um, and they learn from each other as well, watching different uh, aspects of those different uh, strokes, skills that they have. And you also uh, still serving as the uh, boys golf coach there at Redmond High School. I'm curious if you have uh, heard anything regarding the OSAA. Obviously, fall sports got put uh, on delay uh, with everything that's going on with the high schools. But uh, the, the spring season uh, got shut down early last year. How, how are they? How's your team still handling it and, and the hopes for having a season this spring? Yeah, that was really interesting. I was uh, named the head golf coach at Redmond High School last March, about two days before season started. So um, we got two weeks in, and unfortunately we had 
a few seniors and some incoming freshmen, um, and I, I feel horrible for the seniors that didn't get a chance to play their their final year of golf. Uh, those boys are great kids. Uh, they're both all going to uh, four-year universities this year for studies. But um, we actually start this coming Tuesday uh, with a six-week practice availability with all of our students and our, our athletes for spring golf. Um, it's different for us because we're normally used to May, you know, basically starting at the end of February, March, and continuing through May. But this year with OSAA, we're running in Central Oregon and Redmond a 1A, B, and C uh, athletic schedule. Um, and we as head coaches are going to be expected to be with our kids starting Tuesday, the 1st of September, all the way through the 8th of October, and we have an extra six weeks to meet our kids, get our kids set up for success, and then um, our last three weeks we'll be able to have some dual matches within our Redmond School District with the Ridgeview coach, which is my uh, my boss, uh, Ron Berger. He's the head coach at um, Ridgeview High School. And then we will have a layoff, and then we will start back up in mid to late April for an actual season that will last through June, uh, mid-June of next year. Well, hopefully uh, hopefully that all works out for the kids, and uh, we know uh, it's great that they're getting uh, your instruction as well, hoping, uh, hoping things get back to normal as soon as possible. Kevin Story, thanks so much for taking some time for us this morning. Uh, Eagle-Crest.com is where you want to go if you want to find out about uh, the great golfing out there in Central Oregon. Well, we wish you well, and uh, hopefully uh, find some time to come out and see you in person here in the not-too-distant future. Absolutely, guys. And, Harold, I'm going to get you back for that Buffalo defeat to my Cowboys last year. <laughs> yeah, just the first of many to come. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a great day up there and be safe. You too. Kevin Story, PGA lead golf pro and the academy director at Eagle Crest Golf Academy. Uh, great facilities out there. If you're looking for a, a quick golf getaway at Central Oregon here, uh, no no finer place to go. When we come back, uh, David Gubbles of Bridgestone Golf, Territory Sales Manager, going to join us. We'll find out what they're working on in the uh, golf ball department to uh, help you get the most out of your swing in whatever shape that it is as we continue on Golf in the Northwest on 1080 The Fan. Which new driver is best for your game? Who makes the best golf gear? Where should you take your next golf vacation? Which local course should you get to know better? This is the business of golf. Every week on Golf in the Northwest on 1080, The Fan. 847 here this morning. Jason Swigart, Harold Bluestein with you. Wrapping things up on a uh, very, very busy, busy golf in the Northwest. Lots to get to uh, both with the tours and uh, locally going on. And now... Uh, very pleased to have joining us on the line territory sales manager for Bridgestone Golf, David Goobles, uh, here with us. And, and Bridgestone continues to uh, kind of set the standard, one of the standards in golf ball technology. And I guess we'll start there. We see Tiger Woods playing the ball, Bryson DeChambeau among the tour players uh, playing that, but uh, constantly. This seems to be the area where technology is moving the fastest in terms of uh, golf equipment. David, let us know uh, kind of what is new and exciting from Bridgestone here with their uh, line of golf balls. Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Um, we have, you know, as you may, may know, launched the new Tour B balls back in February. Um, and the technology we, we focused on was the cover. Uh, we have a new reactive urethane cover. And so what what that does for the golfer is the harder you hit it, say with a long iron or a, or a driver, that cover will stiffen up and jump off the face. And then the, conversely, the softer you hit it, that cover, will kind of, that cover will soften and kind of stick to the face and add more spin around the green. So it's really the best of both worlds. Wow, that's amazing, David. The, uh, I, I don't know of another golf ball that has done that uh, in the past. Are you aware of any? Uh, no, we are the first. Uh, you know, Bridgestone has 900 polymer engineers working for them, and so they're coming up with stuff all the time to, to try. And this is a technology we've 
we put in Tiger's hands just to for him to test, and uh, he gravitated towards it immediately, and uh, it really pressed us to, to come out with it soon. <clears throat> now, that now Tiger Woods has a clubhead speed that's a little bit greater than mine, uh, and I'm about ninety miles per hour. If I lose one of my shoes, uh, Tiger's up about one twenty. <laughs> Uh, yeah. This golf ball, the new ball, is for players who have 105 mile an hour club head speed or greater. What or do you recommend for a player with less club head speed? Well, we actually make four models of the Tour B. Uh, the X and the XS will be for swing speeds over 105, but then the RX and the RXS will be for swing speeds under 105. So. You know, the RX will be uh, a slightly firmer cover for more distance, and the RXS, if you like a little more greenside control, which, uh, you know, we've been, we've had uh, Fred Couples and Rocco Media switch to the RXS this year on the Champions Tour. Well, I, I hit it more like Rocco, uh, I, I, and I swing like Freddie. But uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I hit it half the distance. So uh, we're talking about specifically club head speed, which uh, translates into distance, which is what most mm-hmm. players want. How does a player go about being tested for the correct golf ball? So in years past, we've had in-person fittings, but in the age of COVID-19, we've developed something called V-Fit. So you can, you can do this from your cell phone. Um, just go into uh, record a video, record it in slow motion. It, all it takes is one swing, and you can submit that video uh, to BridgestoneGolf.com, and we'll actually send you back your specs with a sample of the golf ball you get fit into. So if you hit it crooked and into the woods, like my co-host, hey, 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 what hey. are they? They're going to send him back what? Uh, a sleeve, uh, a sleeve, a box with no balls gonna, in it. Going to get that, that big right. golf ball Fisher out of the, uh, the pond. That's what we're going to get. <laughs> Go we'll ahead. probably send them E twelve. E twelve is probably the the straightest ball on the market. Uh, it's a three piece sterling cover, so it's really just meant for straight distance and uh, try to keep it out of the trees as much as possible. <laughs> David Googles is our guest here, Territory Sales Manager from Bridgestone Golf. Uh, now, Bridgestone is starting to get into club manufacturing as well. Um, what, how, are, how are those, how's that going for you? That's a tough market to crack into with uh, some of the dominance that we see from, from Ping and from TaylorMade, some of the uh, manufacturers that have been doing it for a while. But what, uh, what has Bridgestone learned as they apply to, to, the club, to the club game? Well, you know, we, uh, we do exceptionally well overseas on uh, the Asian market uh, since we, we forge all of our golf clubs, um, whether it's for a better player or for a, you know, a, an average golfer. But, um, you know, we, we're still working on a couple of things for next year, uh, probably along the players' lines. Um, but, yeah, our JGR line has done exceptionally well um, for, the, for the average player. Um, but, yeah, you'll see, you'll see guys like uh, Matt Kuchar and Brent Snedeker playing those on tour and, and testing out the new stuff. So you might uh, catch a sneak peek of what's coming in there. And that for people that are interested uh, in the in the clubs itself, are they are they readily available at Dicks or Golf Galaxy, or do the, is, do they need to go find their local pro and see who's kind of got uh, access to them to get fitted? There's a couple of uh, off course shops in the area, but mostly um, you'll you want to go to your local pro. Well, it's probably the best thing to do anyway to be fitted. Uh, now. We were talking about golf balls, and there has to be a relationship uh, with club head speed with a particular club. So let's let's talk about the big dog first, the the sure. driver. Uh, one model of driver, or is there several? Just one right now. Okay, so you have some club uh, custom club options, though. So you you can uh, get different uh, shafts 
things like that, correct? Yeah, different, different lofts, different shafts based on your swing speed, how well you load the shaft, um, if you release it hard. Um, just depending on how much you know spin you impart on the ball with a driver, which you know is kind of a you know that's a that's a lengthy explanation. But um, but yeah, you can definitely get some custom options there. Okay, so. Now, you can do a virtual fitting for a golf ball. What are we doing for golf clubs? Are you doing any demo days anywhere? We are not at the moment. Um, we're just uh, really at this point, we're going we're gonna to focus on 2021 um, before we do any more demo days. Yeah, it's been such an odd year. <laughs> I can understand that. David, it has. It's, it, it's been odd, but it's been, a, it's been a great year for golf, and uh, we're healthy and and uh, looking forward to the future. David Goobles is our guest, Territory Sales Manager for Bridgestone Golf. Uh, you mentioned you're already starting to work on some things for 2021. Uh, what what are some of those things? What can people expect coming in the future from Bridgestone? Uh, we're working on a new uh, E12 line golf ball. It's um, it's a pretty big step forward in technology, as, as you'd come to expect from Bridgestone. Uh, you know, we're going to mold the this E12 soft and E12 speed into one golf ball that kind of fits the masses uh, with some new dimple technology and uh, some some things in contact science that, you know, the, the golf ball hasn't seen before. Well, I know everybody's looking forward to it and uh, more, more and more tour players picking up uh, the Bridgestone golf balls out there on tour. So look for them. David Goobles, Territory Sales Manager for Bridgestone Golf. BridgestoneGolf.com uh, is the website, and you can uh, find out all about the, the balls and the clubs, as well as uh, where you can go if you're interested uh, in learning more about them with uh, local pros. Thanks so much for taking some time for us this morning, and uh, we look forward to uh, what Bridgestone is bringing next. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. There you go. You too. David Goobles there from Bridgestone Golf. Thanks again to Kevin Story uh, from Eagle Crest for joining us. Man, that was a fast hour, Harold. Well, there's so much going on right now. It's tough to keep up with it all. Uh, It's going to be a great weekend. Uh, The FedEx Cup is going to provide a lot of excitement, Uh, guys, on the bubble. uh, Some of them are going to have their bubble burst, and others are going to come out of nowhere and end up in the final 30. Should be fun, and I believe it will be uh, NBC. Yes, NBC has the coverage uh, picking up at noon today. Thanks to Will, as always. Center and Saint up next. For Harold, I'm Jason. Hit him straight. To uh, try and overcome. Now, how would I adjust? Well, I've got to choke down on my club a little bit. There will be flogging. Uh, They are a great test of golf. The ladies are getting creamed. (laughs) You know how easy I am. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Fiji's in Europe. Uh. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.